This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are, are the, the biggest, biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick but anyway, anyway, here's how you slice it. See, a lot of people don't know. You have to slice it down the middle. See, and then you slice it across this way. Because what it is, it's a it's a deboned chicken stuffed in a deboned duck stuffed in a deboned turkey. And it's, well, it's, it's really five different things. It's a, it's a chicken, a duck, a turkey, and two kinds of dressings. And are you going to have one on, on your Thanksgiving table? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have one. I have to bring it though, but you know, you know, because it. Oh, here's Here a picture. Here's, here's, here's a picture of one. Third duck in yeah, the picture. Yeah, that's the, that is one. it. And you see, you cut it like right down here. <laughs> see, and then this is what it looks like inside. <laughs> see, so you got turkey, then duck, and then dressing, and then chicken. Oh, and then then you just have to do it that way, or. Nick, any of that makes sense. Now, can I get? <laughs> ah, the legend of John Madden, a great coach, phenomenal analyst, Miller light drinker. So he's got that going for him, which is nice. Legend. And of course, a tailgating legend as well. The John Madden tailgating guide, truly one of the must have cookbooks for any professional home gator football fan or Thanksgiving celebrant. That's a vintage video of him explaining. I think it's the first time America became familiar with the turducken was via John Madden on national TV. But rejoice, football fans, for you don't just have turducken breakdowns and nostalgia to look forward to this particular Thanksgiving. Why, there is a slate, a troika, triumvirate, a trio, a trifecta. I think those are all the three words I know. For of good football games to watch this particular Thanksgiving, Pats fans relax before you get to whatever level of joy or mostly suffering you'll deal with on Sunday. You get good football on Thanksgiving and the area, the Bay State region in New England and beyond are rife with excellent local football games as well, high school rivalries and more. And that's what we choose to celebrate today on this, the penultimate episode to Thanksgiving 2023 on Breaking Boston with Fitzy, Hart, John Madden, Al Michaels, and a cast of thousands. Uh, so, Hart, we actually kick off the Thanksgiving professional slate with a 12-30 matchup. Now, Green Bay is no great shakes for a change, and it's the Detroit Lions that are 8-2, and two, the number two seed in the NFC. This is actually going to be a really fun game. I expect the Lions to actually carry the dub, 
though they've had their troubles recently. Uh, they squeaked by, again, as you pointed out the other day on the pod. Division game, the Bears almost got a win, but uh, Jordan Love will try to see if he can carry the momentum from beating the Chargers last Sunday into Detroit uh, before we get to our meals in the Dallas game. And then, of course, we got Dallas Commanders, and then the nightcap is 49ers at the Seahawks. Which of those three are you looking forward to the most? Probably 49ers Seahawks. Um, I like I like watching that 49ers team. Um, yeah. You know, I said this. Good. So, so the two best teams in the NFC, we talked about it yesterday, the Eagles coming off a win over the Chiefs. You probably have mm-hmm. to put the Eagles, even though they were one catch away from losing that game. And maybe Nick Sirianni can't be so douchey in the tunnel under the stadium as he leaves. Uh, again, um, that's just not my favorite look. Yeah. I'm not a fan of his. I think he's a colossal douche. Like, I just. Wow. Wow. He, he acts like a freaking seventh grader or something. Like, you're the head coach of supposedly the best football team in America, and you're clapping back at Chiefs fans who, oh, by the way, that's what they're supposed to do is cheer their team on and be obnoxious. Oh, and you didn't really beat them. The chief guy didn't catch the ball that would have beat you. Like, how can you be so? But anyway, that's a different podcast for a different day. Um, We're here. This is this is all about this is food, family, football and fun. So these two teams fascinate me in Philly and San Francisco in that both blue quarterback situations to chunks. Carson Wentz and Jimmy Garoppolo Garoppolo slash Trey Lance era and yet Mm -hmm. are still the best teams in football and mm-hmm. built their teams on some level around drafting that started with the defensive line. They're like, you know what wins in the NFL? And everybody's like, wide receivers, quarterbacks, offense. And they're like, big, fat defensive linemen. And it works. It, it's kind of Belichickian in the early 2000s when it's like, yeah, I'm going to take Richard Seymour. Then I'm going to mm-hmm. get me a Vince Wilfork. Then I'm going to mm-hmm. add a little Ty Warren for spices. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go on a dynastic run. And it just. It makes me laugh. Like, I'm not saying it like that is actually, you know, just draft D linemen and you'll be a great football team. They have great receivers. They obviously fit. Both teams have drafted a lot of offensive positions. They've traded. But both of those teams fascinate me. And I the the whole Brock Purdy thing in San Francisco, where he's just rolling out perfect passer ratings. And I like the Seahawks. I like watching the Seahawks. You know, my buddy's the offensive coordinator, and I, I kind of like the Geno Smith and the receivers and the whole thing there. So they have underperformed a little bit this year, though. Bit. Like, why on well, why on an offense? Performed. Uh, see, I think it has to do with G- like Geno Smith may have reached peak Geno comeback last year. Not that they fully wrote, wrote back this year, and then someone wrote someone done wrote back this year. Yeah, but you got when you have Kenneth Walker, Zach Charbonnet, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Uh, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, you would think the offense would be a wee bit more explosive, but they've been having some issues this year and they lost a game last Sunday uh, by a point. They miss a last minute field goal for a chance at a dub at SoFi. So they should be pretty damn motivated. Uh, They're kind of almost a wild card lock at this point, Uh, but nothing is a given in NFL 2023. Obviously, we know this season is drunk. It needs to have a car called for it as well, and it gives zero Fs. I, I think that's the best game as well, but the only issue is this. Let's look at it from a, a Thanksgiving perspective. I'll be sleeping. If the Patriots are not involved, <laughs> how much of this game could you make it through? I'm telling you, by the time, like, uh, you know, if I get up for that second, if I get up for the second serving, the sandwich, or another piece of pie, I'm usually cooked by 8.30, 9 o'clock tops. 
Fitzy, I'm tailgating for a high school game at 8 a.m. There's virtually no chance I see the entirety of that game in San Francisco, Seattle. So what you're telling me is that you're a complete amateur. Come on, Hart. Any guy who wears his football gear in studio on the radio on a Tuesday night should be able to make it through 16 hours of eating and drinking on Thursday. Um, Side note, my head still hurts from putting that football helmet on. That was was not the best decision. Um, the other option is I see all of the San Francisco Seattle game because I sleep through the Washington Dallas game and take a nice three hour nap. That could be the possibility yeah. too. Dad gets on the sofa around four forty five, just after the commanders have taken a surprising seven nothing lead. Next thing you know, you wake up in the fourth quarter and Dak is leading a valiant comeback effort. And you're like, Ooh, I feel much better. Where's the, where's the bread time for a sandwich. I got no, you. I, I do not have the capability. I don't think at this point in my life, uh, especially after uh, today, when I've realized there's not enough hours in the day for me to do everything I need to get done professionally and personally to prepare. Nope, for Thanksgiving. Not, even, not even, I thought I had built my Wednesday around t- trying to take it easy to get ready for tomorrow. I'm going to be like blank hole to elbow today. Just getting everything together no for chance. Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah, none. I, I don't know when I'm making the stuffing. I don't know. Like, there's just I need more hours. I need like a, mm-hmm. a timeout to extend the day. I need the clicker. Remember the clicker that uh, Adam Sandler had? I need to pause this whole life for a while so I can do a little work and then press play again. Not the Adam Sandler movie I thought would get referenced today. But you know what? Like I like I'm often want to say I'm here for it. But um, no, I the the whole football uh, Thursday, like Bill will have comments about, you know, I mean, food and football doesn't get much better than that <laughs> he'll uh, chuckle and then he'll be like hey, no, hey uh bill are you a uh are you a uh are you a cornbread stuffing guy or traditional stuffing i think he's a breast no, guy that would be turkey breast turkey. yeah turkey, turkey. Every, yes he's a turkey. i know what you're talking about yes i, I was just uh all right anyway <laughs> yes but um and then that washington dallas game the dallas Situation. That's a filler. That's just, you know, that's a bet on it game. Honestly, like that's a impact on your fantasy because you're getting towards the fantasy playoffs, pull out the phone, whip out FanDuel, maybe like, oh, let me see. I'll do a little same game parlay, fall asleep, wake up. Ooh, I might, I hit my bet. Uh, I also think the first game is going to be fun just because we haven't had the Lions be good slash this good really on Thanksgiving Day. It might be kind of fun, a little showcase effort for the Lions to put forth like a uh, you know, also in its division game, I, I'm I'm th- I'm excited to watch. Well, the that hinges on Jordan Love and the Packers young receivers. And are they in sort of their upbeat playmaking mode or mm. should we bench this dude? He's not that good mode kind of like they have potential. Now, I know Aaron yeah. Jones is hurt, so that kind of changes things. But maybe that, that stinks, leads them yeah. to just sling it a little bit. Of course, mm-hmm. if they sling it a little bit, that could mean Aiden Hutchinson has, you know, six sacks in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, especially on a holiday early start. No, I, I think there's the potential for all these games to be fun. I think there's also mm-hmm. the potential for all these games to suck. Like, I think mm-hmm. that is a legitimate possibility that we're lamenting on Friday. Like, boy, those, those games didn't really live up to it. Like even the, like Detroit and Dallas to me, they're both teams that I don't really trust. And most people trust Detroit more than I do. Jared Goff more than I do. I thought we saw mm-hmm. hints of the true Jared Goff deep down when the money's on the line guy last week. Um, Bad first half against the Bears and had to come, have had to yeah, come back because yeah. he's Jared Goff. He is. If he had a brother on the team, his jersey on the back would say Jagoff. All right, I just see. I you were, I you set yourself up for that. I knew it was coming. And then that okay. There's Are you just, proud of you yourself? Just, You're damn right. I, I am. Aren't, aren't you proud of yours? 
the uh but the they're the the Packers though are kind of a confounding team and also like an interesting team from a Pats parallel because they lost three games this year where they could have won in the final waning moments and Jordan Love threw an interception, which I feel like Patriots fans can almost sort of look at and be like, hmm, I can relate. Yeah, like that's what bad is- football teams do. Bad football teams find ways to lose games. Jordan Love is also only in his second year. Actually, no, third year in the league, but first year starting. First year, but, he's a first year starter. He's not a third year player, and right. that's the difference. Third year in, in the league, first year, year starter. Right. People say, ah, he's getting experience. So he's made some nice throws. He's learning. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. By the he's third make year, some mistakes. Like, yeah, this guy blows. Like yeah. that's the third year description of the same play. And the sad part is, like last night before bed, I was watching the highlights, uh, a cut up of last year's Minnesota New England Thanksgiving night game. Mac Jones. Uh, was slinging the ball. Yes, he took a couple of unfortunate sacks. Yes, there was the Pierre Strong mistake on special teams, and they lost a game they should have won. And, oh, don't get me started on the Hunter Henry. What is a touchdown and what is a catch thing? Mac Jones was slinging the ball for a large portion of that game. I can't believe we we so have these, these optics on of last year's offense was the worst I've ever seen in my life. Matt Patricia was the worst thing that happened to the New England Patriots. Well, last year's offense was far more proficient than the 2023 offense. Have we really done a deep dive as to why yet? I mean, they were better, Andy. Like they, I they straight up were. That. I think they were totally dysfunctional last year. Like dysfunctional, yes, plays. but like this, this offense is like, or maybe it's just that you. It's maybe saying better isn't the most accurate way to put it, or because this one is just so unbelievably unproductive. Like, why is this one so bad compared to last year's, which was dysfunctional for sure? Well, I think last year. I mean, this year, I think it started with the line the dysfunction on the line and somewhere along the line, Mac got broken. Like Mac is bad. He is making mistakes that just ruin everything at times in a game. Um, so I let's do run believe- back out there Sunday. Well, I think you may get your wish. So <laughs> <laughs> different topic for a different show, but I think you may we'll get talk your about wish. that in Oh, two hours on six rings. This is breaking Boston. That's breaking Mac. That's breaking. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but you know no, what I like, mean? Like, it's just, yeah, I, 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 neither is good. Neither is no. talented. Neither is, um, like the energy. So let's go back to the, the 10 a.m. games across Massachusetts mm-hmm. on, right. on Thursday. Mm-hmm. You are going to have unbelievable energy on those football fields because mm-hmm. kids are playing many of them. The last time they'll literally, you know, read the Jerry Callahan column in the Herald that they republish every year. They're, they're strapping the helmet on for the last time in their lives. You, you can never, ever play football again. And that puts a certain energy, passion into these rivalries and these games. This team right now for the Patriots is broken. I think they've lost their way. I think they've lost their belief that they are good and that they can make plays. And, you know, whether it's the 80% that don't think the right quarterback is starting or, or however it all came about, once you're mentally and emotionally broken on a football field, pack it in it'd be like you know going into the boxing ring at you know half afraid of getting afraid of getting hit yeah Yeah. like you can't like you can't do that like that's and i think these patriots kind of uh embody that and Mm -hmm. that's that's a losing formula like if you're playing not to lose or you're playing worried or you're like nope football is and you're either in or you're out kind of sport Mm -hmm. and i think the patriots are out 
I, I'd be very curious to see, and again, we'll try to break this down a little bit more on the Six Rings preview pod a little bit later. If the Patriots are able to discover whether they win or lose one, two, three, four, or zero games the rest of the way, any true joy and convey that to their fans as well. I think that's part of the challenge, a daunting challenge ahead for the team and the coach as well. Um, yes, we also have Friday. We have the Black Friday game on uh, Amazon, Jets and Dolphins. Saturday, huge rivalry games, including basically a playoff game between Michigan and Ohio State. And like you said, rivalry games galore uh, across the high school slate in New England on Thursday as well. I know you're going to your hometown game at 10 a.m. Who's New Bedford got? Uh, New Bedford has Durfee for the 131st straight year. How about that? And Braintree so versus... Cool. It's, it's, like the, these hundred rivals, like, they're amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, to think... That 130 years ago, people were doing like, think how much the world has changed. iPhones and Iowa, I like, and how did they get there? There was no, they didn't have phones, right? They right. didn't have cars, yeah, they, just had to, they had to arrive on time. Yeah. Their clocks had to be manually wound. There was no electricity, there were no such things as batteries. You couldn't set Google alerts and Apple calendar, iCal reminders. Like, no, you just got there and you brought a big thing of mead or a jug of. It's you know, awesome. barley wine or whatever. Like the world <laughs> has whiskey. Yeah. Such a level. And yet 130 years ago on Thanksgiving Day, high yep. school kids. I don't even know if they strapped anything on back then, like what they put on their heads. That's yeah, leather, leather helmets and whatever sort of rudimentary padding they put on. <laughs> right. They get out there and just broke each other in half. <laughs> they looked <laughs> they like had a great time. Corp. Yeah. Like and everyone went home and actually put the dressing in the turkey, roasted it, and everyone got salmonella and they had a damn good time. <laughs> well, you probably had to have it cooked already because you were cooking over an open fire. I don't even use using whale oil to yeah. light the night as you were making well, you your... can sort of like they have they had ovens. They were just cast iron in a little, you know, little, uh, unpredictable. Well, unlike now, where you can be in your autonomous driving vehicle on the way home, and then you can turn your oven on from your phone and set it to a perfect temperature, like it times have changed a little bit. Yeah, how many things in this world have happened 131 straight years? Like that's really cool, and you know, made me think. You think the second year they played, the guys from the first year were like, "Yeah, I see a lot of football mediocrity." Back when I played, we practiced and we got ready for this game. <laughs> these young kids, these young kids don't know what real football is. Yeah, that's right. My day. Ah, that's a that, and that's been in my day. Uh, one of our favorite new segments here on Breaking Boston. Yeah, Braintree, my hometown, Braintree plays Milton once again. Great rival around the South Shore. Uh, there are just games galore across the slate, and if you get a chance. Tune in to the likes of uh, our pals like Butch Stearns, who always does an awesome job running down uh, the high school games and the scores, setting the table. Uh, support your local team. Uh, support your local football community and program as well. And, hey, enjoy a great day of food, family, football, and fun with three professional games. you got a pro game on Friday, an awesome college slate on Saturday, and then, of course, uh, a scaled back slate on Sunday due to the Thanksgiving games and the Black Friday game as well. So that way you'll have less distractions, fewer distractions, fewer things to pull your eyes away from Tommy DeVito versus Mac Jones. Well, TBA, actually. Tommy DeVito actually, versus TBA. TBD, that's right, TBA. Yeah. TBA. To start for the Red Sox, now we might start for the Patriots. It's never good. Honest to God, TBD went from the mound at Fenway to under center oh, in Foxborough. It's kind of awesome. Oh. He might TBD might be the greatest athlete we've seen in modern Boston sports. Because if you I, can I think, start a major league game and then start at quarterback, I'm sorry, you're awesome. I think I smell, once again, I know you well enough now, Hart. I, I smell... I smell someone workshopping a column right now. Could be. 
Never know. Could be. Never know. TBD, the MVP of Boston sports in 2023. All right, everybody. Have a great, (laughs) have a great Thanksgiving. Everybody enjoy the football, be it professional, amateur, high school, collegiate and beyond. We'll be back a little bit later with our six rings and football things preview of Patriots at Giants as well. Hart and I will be on the radio Friday from 9 to 1130 to recap the high school action, the pro action, and get you set for a wild weekend of college, professional, and so much more. Eat up, drink up, God bless, happy Thanksgiving, everyone, from your friends at Breaking Boston, Six Rings, and all of our football talking pods at WEEI.